Welcome to the Pass Forward Podcast, episode 15, Chipwrecked. Impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I've run out of uh, sequels from the 80s and 90s. Uh, I mean, I haven't run more. out of them, there's probably more, but I was lazy, so there you go. Anyway, with me, as always, I am joined by my friends Colin Harmon. Howdy. And Wes Allen. Tommy Likey. Tommy want wingy. <laughs> uh, we're glad you could join us again. And I'm going to say this at the top <laughs> this time. Uh, you can follow us at Pass Forward Podcast on Twitter. Did you know this? I, I did know this. And you can email <laughs> us at PassForwardCast at AOL.com because we're throwback now. Yeah. Um, we weren't before, but we're we authentic. Are <laughs> we're vintage and genuine. Um, we're so not glad, posers anymore. Right. So glad you could join us um, if this is your first time. Welcome. We hope you have fun. If this is your 15th time, thanks for sticking with us. That's Man, you're awesome. really committed. I'm I don't know so if, sorry. I don't know if I would have done that, but thanks a lot. Um, we've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to talk about sports, Woo. which is interesting because only one of us is really into sports. I played a lot of sports, um, but, but some of us really played keep it, up with sports. and some of us kept up with it when we were kids. So it's sports as I've it heard pertains of sports. to yes, there you go. So we have a lot to talk about sports as it pertains to us in the eighties and nineties, uh, mostly nineties as we were growing up. But I have a fun little game that I want us to play, Ooh. and the title of it is trivia. I never have the title for these. <laughs> We're going to play. It's going to. No, I promise. It'll be fun. I promise, guys. Okay. Come on. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. One, so two, three, team. This is what's going to happen. I have come up with seven, seven questions. Seven? Okay. Seven questions <laughs> that I am going to ask Wes and Colin separately. Ugh. They're all seven the same, and they're going to have one minute to answer as many as they can. And the winner is the one who gets the most of them uh, in one minute. It's going to be a time limit. Um, if they, guys, if you are, you know, kind of rushed, you feel rushed, you can say pass. If you don't, can't think of the answer right away, it's going to be a speed round. All right. Okay. So you can say pass and I'll come back to it. But I'll read the questions as fast as I can. After I read the question, that's when the timer starts. So uh, we, will, we will revisit when you both are back in here. So who wants to go first? That's the question. I will go first. Colin I'll volunteer. Will go first. So Wes, I'm going to ask you we'll to walk, walk out of our soundproof booth. We really have one of those. We How really do that? have one of it's those. It's not even a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> As Wes is demonstrating, Ace Ventura style. <laughs> uh, sound, completely soundproof. He is in his isolation chamber. Actually, kind of we are. Yeah. But um, all right, Colin, are you ready? I am as These ready as These are seven be. questions as pertains to just the stuff that we talk about. 80s, 90s, random trivia. So, okay. here we go. Okay. Timer starts after I read the first question. Okay. This late 90s teen movie starred Jennifer Love Hewitt and took place almost completely at one party. <laughs> Pass. Our Real Monsters featured three main characters. Ickes, Crumb, and who? Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. My brother was here. He would know this one if it fast. Pass. This was the name of Screech's robot in Saved by the Bell. Oh, my gosh. I know this one. <laughs> oh, my mind is so blank right now. It's a normal name. Um, Francine. Incorrect. <laughs> I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston was featured in this 1992 film. <laughs> Space Jam. 
Millie Vanilli were exposed at a concert for lip syncing when this song started skipping. Uh, oh, I know. Which it's... song was it? Oh my gosh, I'm so bad at all these. <laughs> this is a great question, though. Pass. <laughs> this film won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1996. 96. Um, Forrest Gump. Incorrect. This was the first music video to play on MTV. First music video. Oh. Three seconds. I give up. I'll pass. <laughs> okay. All right. That, that is so was, bad. That was <laughs> so bad. I know some of those answers. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wes I, is gonna I, murder. See, me. that's the, that's the trick of it. I mean, when it's when it's fast like that, it's tough to get the easy ones as well uh, as the hard ones. So, Wes, you're gonna Wes, murder me. I won't tell you the score, but uh, it's it's uh, beatable. Let's just say it's, that. <laughs> I think you can do it. Well, All I'm right. pretty bad at. Trivia, you'll especially on the spot. No, I think you'll. There are some. Quick there are some pretty difficult ones, but some pretty easy ones. I would feel like. I agree. I still bombed. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Colin, get out of here. All right. Well, I guess I could stay. I oh, that's true. That's true. You can stay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I was waiting for some alone time with Corey. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless Wes, do you want Colin to leave the premises? I can leave. Is that more pressure for you? I'll leave it up to you. Uh, you can leave. Yeah, right. All Since right. I had to. All right. Get out of here, Colin. I don't want him laughing at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I first asked him the question, he just started laughing and really confused. <laughs> so, all right. The timer starts after I read the first question. Okay. Ready? This late 90s teen movie starred Jennifer Love Hewitt and took place almost completely at one party. Can't hardly wait. Correct. All Real Monsters featured three main characters, Ickes, Crumb, and Who? Uh, you can pass if you don't pass. know. Pass. This was the name of Screech's robot friend in Saved by the Bell. Pass. I don't know that one. I Will Always Love You by Whitney, by Whitney Houston was featured in this 1992 film. The Bodyguard. Correct. Millie Vanilli were exposed at a concert for lip syncing when this song started skipping. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, pass. This film won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1996. Pass. <laughs> this was the first music video to play on MTV. Uh, it wasn't, was it Thriller? Incorrect. Ah, uh, Real Monsters featured three main characters, Ickes, Crumb, and Who? I don't know. I do remember the one that got wrong. Time. It was Video <laughs> Killed the Radio Star. That is true, but time was up. Nah. So. <laughs> All right, well, let's bring Colin back in and you'll hear the results. How do you do? Colin got zero questions correct. <laughs> Wes Allen wins with three co- three questions correct. Three, right? Yeah. So this was a lot harder than I figured uh, it would be, but I guess the I'm just time dumb. pressure. Let's call it is. <laughs> so to review, '90s teen movie starred Jennifer Love Hewitt and took place almost completely at one party. Colin, do you remember what it is? Finally, no. Can't hardly wait. wait. Oh. All Real Monsters, you guys, neither of you guys got this one right. All Real Monsters it's, features three main characters, Ickes, Crumb, and Who. It starts with a e or Almost. E. <laughs> Some vowel, yes. Oblina. Oblina. Oblina, yep. This is the name of Screech's robot friend in Saved by the Bell. I didn't get that neither one. Neither of you guys got this one. It was Kevin. As soon as, soon, <laughs> as soon as he started talking, I had no idea. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston was featured in this 1992 film, Wes. The Bodyguard. I said Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. <laughs> 
<laughs> Millie Vanilli were exposed at a concert for lip syncing when this song started skipping. Girl, you know it's girl, you uh, know it's girl, it's girl, you know it's true. I knew it was some sort of like hip hop kind of nah. R and B type of thing. This film won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1996. Can you give me a hint? Who was uh, in it? Wes should know this. Mel Gibson. Mel, was it Brave? No. Braveheart. Was that 96? Uh, 96. That last episode. There you go. Should've known that one. This was the first music video to play on MTV. I'm s- really surprised neither of you guys got this. I, I got it after uh, I knew yeah, the first true. one was wrong. Yeah, yeah. you it was, did get it. Well, I didn't get it because the after the timer. Uh, I remembered it after I got it wrong. Should have got it in the bonus. It was round. video killed the radio star. Yep. So there you go. That was the first foray into our trivia game. Man, I was bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, I'm not gonna lie. It's disappointing. It wasn't great. It was not great. <laughs> So hopefully you guys played along at home and destroyed these two. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest with you. But I will make it uh, maybe a little easier next time considering the time constraints. I really feel, felt like you guys felt the pressure on that oh, one. Oh, yeah, so, sure. Um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help collect. you out here. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for trying to make me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike all my sports coaches. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, that segues right into our main topic of the day, sports. Sports. Did you, did you guys like sports growing up at all? I liked basketball did and you a little. Watch NBA? And a, yes, and I liked a little bit of baseball because being in Atlanta, you were killed if you were not a Braves fan. Literally murdered. Yes. Congratulations on resurrection. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did watch uh, sports quite a bit. I watched the Lakers, uh, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, that's really about it. Yeah. Who were some of your favorite players back in the day? Um. AC Green was my absolute favorite ah. Laker back in the day, which is funny. That's very obscure. <laughs> it's very obscure. <laughs> I remember there was one time that my parents, uh, or my dad, not my parents both, my dad took me to a Lakers game at the Great Western Forum uh, in LA before the Staples Center was a thing. And I remember as a kid, I remember being like, I was probably seven, maybe. And I remember like, I'm going to get the autographs. And <laughs> we were like up in the next deck up, and I yeah. just like walked all the way down there and walked down, and they're like, no one's gonna let their kid just wander down to like. Mm. So I'm like right behind the players, like right there. Oh, awesome. And I was like, and someone's like, and like slaps my hand out, and they're like, "Where are your seats, son?" Was it and Jack was like, Nicholson? I know, right? <laughs> but and I, like, I was like so close, like about to tap him on the shoulder, be like, "Can you sign this yeah. for me, please?" Because they just didn't stop me. I like walked all. How the way old down were you? There. Probably seven. That's awesome. Maybe somewhere in there. It was amazing. Cool. I know for I know for me, I you know I was raised a Braves fan. And uh, like Wes said, it's just especially in the 90s, that yeah. was their heyday. They won 14 straight division titles from 91 all the way to 2003 or four or whatever it was. And um, and it, it, uh, it, it was something I actually never really was upset. I was never a sports fan, and yet I'm a super sports nerd now. Huh. But um, just to give you an idea, I was a big Magic fan, Orlando Magic. Uh-huh. Makes sense. I, for a couple of years while I was, yeah, oh, I while I was Shaquille, living in Tampa. Shaquille O'Neal was my favorite player. Exactly. While I was living yeah. in Tampa, that, that was like the thing. Shaq and Penny. I loved Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite player. I had his shoes. I have his um, 1996 Dream Team jersey. I Ooh. still have it. I had the Shaq jersey. Oh, that's awesome. The, the Olympic jersey. Yeah, yeah, we should just go twinsies yeah. um, for when the Olympics start, which we'll get into the Olympics in a second. But Do you remember the Penny Hardaway commercials oh, with, yeah. with Chris Rock Little as Penny? the puppet? Yeah. 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 Those were so funny. Like uh, I always thought in the Space Jam uh, soundtrack, there's like a song, Basketball Jones. Yeah. Basketball Jones. Where Chris Rock was in it, and I thought that he was 
uh, Little Penny. Like I didn't realize that it was Chris Rock doing it. Was that character? Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. Uh, That's really funny. Um, Yeah, I mean, Space Jam is is a great example of just kind of where sports were, at least for kids in the '90s, where it's Michael Jordan was at his peak. Yeah, he was the man. I remember a lot of Jordan posters. You know, though I wasn't a yeah, though I wasn't a Bulls fan. I had a cardboard cutout of Michael Jordan. I loved Michael Jordan, Um, and. It's interesting because now I fall into that trap that everybody else does where it's like, man, those were the days. Those were the days of the NBA. NBA sucks yeah. now. You know, It's yeah. not as good as it used to be. But um, <clears throat> those were the days of the, the Bulls dynasty where they won six national championships. Wild time. So um, really was. That, was, that was pretty incredible. Ken Griffey Jr. was my favorite baseball player. Okay. Even though he wasn't a brave. He was this cool kid that came in and was a phenom immediately and – he like broke the trend because he wore his hat backwards and had like, an earring. Had an earring, what yeah, a deviant. Totally. And he was just this incredible player from the get go. Huh. Had video games, absolutely. He did. Um, yeah, I watched a lot of Dodgers baseball. That was a lot of fun when I was a kid. That's for sure. Yeah, well, like give some examples, some players back then. Uh, Mike Piazza. Oral nice. Hershiser, oh, Daryl Strawberry, who had lots of wow. controversy back in the day. Oh, of course he did. Um, players like that that I watched quite a bit of, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. Um, I remember going to different games and that kind of thing. Watching it with my grandma. Watching the Dodgers and the Lakers with my grandma is some of like mm-hmm. one of my most fun memories because she was a surprisingly devout sports fan, um, but she never really went to any of the games. She just would watch them on TV religiously. It's awesome. You know, something that I find interesting, and, and I need to do more like polling by myself is, and I, I'm, I'm kind of worried and concerned. So, okay, so back then we. Did not have access to every game for every sport anytime we want to, like mm-hmm. online. You know, you basically were stuck with the local teams, or there's a ton of people across the country who are Braves fans because TBS pl- exclusively played all Braves games mm. across the country. That's interesting. So um, if you had cable, you had TBS, and if you had TBS, you had access to all Braves games. Same with WGN and Chicago Cubs. And so both teams uh, have a huge uh, national following because that was the only baseball available to them at the time. Yeah. Uh, aside from maybe their local games, and sometimes not even then. Yeah, it would just be on the radio. So you have people who latched on to a team because of that. So now, fast forward to now, where it's like you, have, you can watch anything you want to. For any sport, any major sport, and uh, actually any sport, period, honestly. And you have kids who all, I feel like are a lot more bandwagon than hmm. kids were back in the day. Like you were not the kids that are winning kind of thing? We were so loyal to teams back then because we were loyal to the things that we saw all the time. Oh. But now kids can see whatever they want to, so they're going to watch the teams that are winning all the time. So you see a lot of kids in Seahawks jerseys and Cavaliers jerseys, Golden State jerseys. Uh, and Yank- I mean, well, Yankees have always been bandwagon, but you know, like <laughs> <laughs> seeing some kids who are brass Bryce Harper fans, you know, it's just like it's one of these things where it's they kind of pick their superstars and become fans of that team, and then th- once that team starts to decline a little bit, I I feel like you start to see those teams fade away mm-hmm. and the new teams that are good. Like, how many Seahawks fans really did you see? Young Seahawks fans did you see before five years ago? Um, for me, I mean, I pay attention to these things. I didn't see any, you know. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you guys have thoughts on that. That's just kind of something that. Yeah, I mean, I would say that I'm kind of guilty of that even with the Bulls because that was like the one team that I feel like everybody knew about or had yeah. heard about or was well marketed to mm-hmm. me as a kid. Like there was definitely a lot more local teams living in California when it comes to basketball. But 
I definitely followed them as like a remote team. I mean, mm-hmm. I would follow the Kings when I lived in Sacramento and the Lakers when we were in L.A. Yeah. But somehow I always knew what was happening mm-hmm. when the Bulls. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm trading and maybe I'm wrong, and it's just different perspective. Because no, I mean, I followed the Bulls a lot too, even though the Magic were my favorite team. So I, it's just. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I probably would have worn bull stuff just because it was popular at the time. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it kind of became its own pop culture thing, like as a team or like the jerseys or like fashion or whatever. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, there's like plenty of people that wear jerseys to things that they don't even like watch that's religiously true. or anything. It's kind of like wearing band shirts that you don't even listen that, yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. I don't people to do that. And I feel like people like Michael Jordan were just kind of rammed down our throats a lot as kids. It's like, do you remember there was a animated series called Pro Stars <laughs> yep. with Michael Jordan, yep. uh, Bo yeah. Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky? Oh yeah. my gosh, I forgot about that. I mean, the trifecta <laughs> of just like iconic 80s and 90s superstars right there. Yeah. Yeah. Which I remember thinking, cool. like, I remember watching that and thinking, is Mighty Ducks just to try to make the United States like hockey? <laughs> like is that it was like a huge catastrophic conspiracy. Yeah, like I wonder if it was like this just giant catastrophic failure in and, their minds. Oh well, yeah, and then they're like, oh, try another one. Maybe they make another one. That'll work. Well, and then Disney actually made a Mighty Ducks Team. NHL yeah. franchise, so yeah. it's like this was their plan all along. Right. Yes, exactly. Like I feel like they were we trying to, get us to like it. We want to build a hockey team. Wait, we got to make America like hockey first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting. Well, Wayne Gretzky was uh, a pop culture icon. He was as well. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but like nobody knew why. No one could explain yeah. to you why Wayne Gretzky well, was good. He was just like, yeah, that name. Huh. Another thing. <laughs> He's on Sports Illustrated for kids, so I must know him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that guy. Um, yeah, no, another thing, another difference to bring up there between sports now and yesteryear is that it, you, had, you had these legends, these kind of icons, but you didn't really know anything about their personal life. And so, like, it turns out now – Michael Jordan had this crippling gambling addiction. Oh. But it's just like we didn't know <laughs> yeah. that back then and he was just this person that we you know elevated so much. I mean, Deion Sanders had his own ghosts and, mm-hmm. and like like you only saw players like Dennis Rodman who lived yeah. life out loud that yeah. you knew that they had some trouble. That is true. But like you could get a lot get away with a lot more as an athlete back then. Whereas now, man, LeBron James is the most hated and loved NBA player. Oh, yeah. So just, divisive. And so divisive. And he didn't hasn't even done anything wrong no but you have uh, people like uh, i'll bring up bryce harper who is uh, the, na- the uh, a nationals player who's very good was mvp of the league last year but he is very quote-unquote eccentric by mlb terms or whatever and he, there's a microphone in front of his face all the time and sometimes he just is in a bad mood and he'll say something and it gets blown out of proportion. It's uh, all over ESPN 24-7. Bryce Harper said that's a clown question, bro, to a reporter, you know, <laughs> and it's like everybody then debates about it, whether or not he's a jerk. And it's just one of those things that like Michael Jordan could have been a complete jerk. And I, I kind of think he was. Yeah, probably so. And but he, he in just our wasn't minds, in that spotlight yeah, he much. wasn't in that spotlight. And in our minds back then, as kids, or probably even as adults back then, you just did not know. And you lifted these athletes on the pedestal, yeah. and he stayed there. So uh, I feel like you can say that about any celebrity now. Yeah. It's like you get the dirt on everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody gets out clean. I mean, if you listen to stories of players who played before the common era, I mean. There were there was a pitcher for the Pirates who pitched a perfect game and he was completely high on LSD. Really? <laughs> while pitching the game? While pitching the game. Wow. So like you 
You should look it up. Uh, that's I, amazing. His name escaped me, <laughs> escapes me right now. Where it's like, that's just something that will not happen. These And that's good. That's not going to happen. Again, yeah, I mean, like, I'm perfectly fine with that. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it, it's just interesting the things that technology has done to um, change the game. Yeah. So um, Even the idea of like uh, – we watch uh, baseball on, on the MLB app because we live in the future. But um, thinking about the fact that like baseball has instant replay now and like three, four, five times a game, like a pivotal play can be turned over because mm-hmm. they have instant replay. That's like, true. Yeah. It, it used That's to be completely difference. in the hands of the umpires no matter mm-hmm. what. And now with replays and stuff like that, it's crazy how much it can really turn. Like things can happen like in the ninth inning. They're like, oh, game is over. And they're like, I want a challenge. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Like, game is not over. Yeah. It's so crazy that that's possible now. That I mean, I guess it could have been possible then, but the fact that that's just normal now is yeah. so wild. Yeah. I, was there anything else that you guys watched back then, maybe a particular game or a particular team that just, like, that screams, like, my 90s childhood? Like, is there anything else? I mean, other than Michael Jordan or, you know, like, is there anything? I mean, for me, it's like, okay, the Braves for me were the team of the decade. Yeah, for baseball, and you know, I'm a little biased. Some people call they're doing the opposite now. Some people say it was <laughs> yes, they are. Some people say it was the Yankees because they won more championships, but they only did it for the latter part of the decade, and mm. it was just the Atlanta Braves is '90s for '90 sports for me. I immediately think of it. Another one is Brett Favre. Yeah, yeah. he played well into the 2000s, but Brett Favre. I mean, he's way in too their, far into the 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. and then came for back, sure. and then came back, and then left, and then came back. Um, but I mean, he was in. There's something about Mary, and he was, you know, he won a Super Bowl with the Packers yeah, in '96. So it's like household names like that that stuck yeah. around. I remember, like, even some of that, like watching the Super Bowl early. I remember that was mm-hmm. like the thing to do in the '90s. For, I mean, not that it isn't now, but I feel like that was when I look back and be like, man, the commercials were so like world changing at that point. And I remember, like, that was the first, like, Pepsi paid a million dollars to have a freaking commercial. And we're like, <laughs> what? Pepsi, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. But now that's just, like, you know, that's chump change yeah. for a commercial in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. But I remember that was when I first started hearing, like, oh, the Super Bowl is not just, like, a really big bowl game. It's actually, like, a commercial phenomenon. It is. As yeah. well as they play football in between. Yeah. And it was just such a crazy thing to... I mean, it's insane what it's gotten to, you know, since the 90s even, Mm -hmm. but what it's gotten to since the beginning. Somebody on Reddit I saw today posted a ticket stub from the very first Super Bowl, and it was for $12.50. (laughs) And it was just one of those things where I don't even know if it was sold out. It probably was. I don't know how popular it was back then, but it just was just another game, and now it is. Everyone in the world, not just this country, it brings huge numbers. It's so wild. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, another thing I'll, you know, I want to bring up that may be just specific to me, and it is technically not a sport, but was pro wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that screams 90s to me. Cause okay, I, explain like, why. Last I did 90s. not get into that. So, I have to know why. Yeah, I didn't really get into it, but it was like that was a huge pop culture th- thing, too. It was like so, Hulk Hogan just alone. <laughs> WWE, as it stands, is still super popular and yeah. actually yeah. more than you think it is. Like there are – it. It, it, gets major ra- it gets major ra- ratings, but it's completely different than it was in the 90s, mm. which is completely different than what it was in the 80s. I feel like 80s was more like how it is now just okay. because it's become more family friendly. But you had this time in the late 90s and you – know, The NWO or whatever? You had the NWO. I think it all started. It WCW. all started with um, – well, I don't even know. I may be getting my history wrong. So it's either Hulk Hogan turning into a bad guy before he was, you know, uh, I'm a real American, eat your vitamins, say yeah. your prayers. 
wholesome family values and then he turns and makes a heel turn and all of a sudden joins the NWO and they're shooting their gang signs or whatever. Wearing black. Yeah, wearing black and spray painting on people's backs after and they're like the new world order. (laughs) And then on WWF side, that was WCW, on the WWF side, there was Stone Cold Steve Austin Mm -hmm. who (laughs) – you know, had this big rivalry with Vince McMahon, who was his boss, and would, you know, would, would disrespect him by like you know pouring beer on his face and you know <laughs> doing his special move, the Stone Cold Stunner, and flipping off the crowd and calling for more beers to be tossed out of nowhere into his hands while he chugs beers in the middle of the ring. Like that was just a complete turn, and it I think the popularity skyrocketed there, and that was actually around the time that I started, you know, watching wrestling as a middle schooler, <laughs> and then you had. WCW and WWF battling, you know, for years and years of like who could be more edgy. Um, WWF entered their like su- their supermodels like as their divas and yeah. had them pose for Playboy and stuff. It was so raunchy and very. Yeah, it got um, wild. It, it you know you had Generation X with Triple H. Just the, it was it was just crazy the things that they I mean they their sign was basically it was a very vulgar sign and I'm, you know yeah. we're a G rated show or maybe a PG rated show I'm not gonna <laughs> I won't act out with yeah ex- yeah I won't, yeah we won't describe what it is but it was just that that was a fun time for me I was super into wrestling so. were you into wrestling like younger at all very younger when like I was Macho like, Man Savage yeah when I was like five that? or six so it was like the tail end of the eighties. With like Michael, uh, Shawn Michaels, Macho Man, Ultimate you know, Coco Beware, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Yeah, um, yeah, I was into it, and then it went off for a long time. And did you have the wrestling like, buddies? <laughs> I did have the yeah. wrestling buddies. <laughs> the little kind of pillowy, stuffed kind of, dolls yeah. that you could wrestle with. Yeah, like I wasn't into wrestling, but that was like the one part that I was like kind of jealous. I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I was into wrestling so I could get one of those. That's funny, because yeah. wasn't it like uh, wasn't WCW? That was the one that. Was only on TBS or Turner did it or something like that? That was, yeah, that was Ted Turner's thing. Okay. To compete with WWF. He created WCW. Um, Do you think that was more televised here in Atlanta that you would be more familiar with it at that point? No, or? it was national okay. by that time. I mean, it was at first, but it was nat- by that time it was definitely a national thing, and they competed on Monday Night with WWF. Yeah. I, on, Monday was, Night there Wars. was a huge, yeah, Monday Night War, and um, if, if they both, man, in their prime, it was a fun thing to watch. So. That's crazy. Um, but anyway, enough about me <laughs> and my obsession. No, that's amazing. That's was definitely an era that I did not yeah, dive headfirst into. I feel like there's a good population of people that grew up watching sure. those things that can relate. Um, another big thing for, for I know at least me and Wes in the 90s was sports-wise yeah. was the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Wes, I know you uh, went to the Olympics. Yeah, it's like living in Atlanta from the 80s and 90s is like there wasn't really a whole lot that came here. It's like the Braves were big, and that was about about the only thing going on. But it's like when they announced that the Olympics were coming in '96, like everybody went nuts. I remember mm-hmm. my parents got a license plate with the Olympic logo in it, and they were one of the first ones to get it because I remember we would come out of the grocery store and like people would just be like looking at it, be like, "Where did you get that?" And it was just like a huge thing. And then like the Braves won the World Series in '95. Big year, and then '96 the Olympics came, and it's just like it was so crazy. The like every the whole world, the focus was on Atlanta because it's never really been like that before. 
and there was just so many people here. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like you, you could not go into Atlanta like without like expecting just to be in mountains of people. Mm-hmm. And they had the Centennial Olympic Park where we went and just had fun. They had like all kinds of stuff set up for it, and it was just a lot of fun to be in Atlanta at that time. Yeah, I uh, I lived in Florida at the time, but my roots are still in Atlanta because I was born here. So when they announced that it was coming here. It was a. I, I was too young to even recognize how huge of a deal it was. But I think the one picture, literally, of how big it was for my family, as we're all Atlanta-based, uh, is a picture that we still have. Where when they made the announcement, my grandmother bought everybody sweatshirts that had the original Atlanta Olympics logo, and I'll show it to you guys here. We'll post it in the show notes. This is my family. Oh uh, man, that's me down Our there. Our family had those sweatshirts um, too. <laughs> I still, incredible. I still have this black sweatshirt. And um, I, I wish I could bust it out during Olympics time, but I can't because it's the <laughs> summer. So uh, it's never really re- relevant until the Winter Olympics. But um, it, this was a huge deal to us where we got all these sweaters and we posed for this picture. It was ex- really super exciting for us. And so so exciting that we lived in Florida and St. Petersburg, but we still drove up and stayed with my grandmother for a week during the Olympics okay. and went to Olympic – we went to the decathlon. Okay. I yeah, I went to the, is that the same thing as track and field? Yeah. I went to that. And it is a track Mike, and field event. Michael yeah. Johnson won uh, the mm. – With his gold shoes. Yeah, his gold yeah. shoes. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. I, I remember – I forgot – I just forgot about that until just now that like they, they were always carrying the torch across the whole world or whatever. Yeah, and I yeah, remember yeah. hearing that the, the torch was going to go through my hometown of Fayetteville. Mm. So it's like the whole town just rallied around this one street. Mm-hmm. And we're, we like sat there for hours waiting for the it's torch to come by. Torch to run by. <laughs> and there was a guy on the back of a moped Aww. just holding the torch. Running. And he's like, woo. <laughs> and we're like, was that it or was that a joke? And like everybody <laughs> okay, started leaving torch. at that point. We're like, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Some great <laughs> some great memories from that. I mean, you mentioned all the festivities going on in Atlanta. I won't go on about that, but as a no. 10-year-old, you know, going through all that, it was it it captivated me to the point where I still love to watch the Olympics. Oh, yeah, I, I look I really forward do. to it every four, four years. It's because I watched the 96 Olympics and how exciting it was huh. with like the yeah. Kerry Strug moment and the gymnastics. Yeah. I mean, There's just a lot of big things that year for America in a weird way. I, I'm just getting goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it, yeah. just watching it in my room on my TV. I was watching it late at night, and it was such a close. I mean, a, a match? Do you call it a gymnastics meet match? Whatever it was, it was so close in the, in the polling. Like she had to stick her landing, and Carrie Strug with an, her injured ankle or foot or whatever just mm-hmm. stuck the vault. And I remember just jumping on my bed and just. Yeah. Like, Fist pumping and yeah. being so for gymnastics for a ten year old boy being you know? carried off with like a yes. big cast on her leg and oh everything. Oh my gosh! It, it's and just Muhammad Ali doing the opening. Yeah, yeah. yeah he actually carried the torch yeah. last, right? And he lit that that uh, thing on the string, and it went up, and it got stuck at one point. And then they finally <laughs> yeah. got it was supposed to just zoom up to the top of the, ah. to the torch, but it got stuck at one point. I remember that was yeah, like, is that. that supposed to happen? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, I do have vividly that just watching the opening ceremonies. And this was like my – I mean I was alive during the 92 Olympics. But this was my first time like saying, oh, this is – like seeing how big of a deal it was and like learning what the Olympics were. 
to everybody. And then being able to experience yeah. that too and all the people walking around Atlanta and collecting pins from different oh, vendors yeah, on the, the streets. Oh, Olympic pins. oh, yeah. Olympic pin trading is huge. Um, and I loved – everybody makes fun of it now, but I loved Izzy the mascot. <laughs> That's what I was <laughs> going to ask. Like, did you guys have any swag or anything I, that you I, had? Oh, yeah. I still have I think I had dog. like a, a plush toy of yeah. him. That's so funny. And the thing was, like, why he was called that, like, what is he? Yeah, exactly. Is he? Ah. I could just see the creative meeting of them being like, oh, gosh, God, what are we going to do? What is he? We just. That's it? Is it? <laughs> genius! Um, Nigel, you're a genius. Give this man a raise. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it and uh, I still have a, a, a jacket that people wore in the opening ceremonies. Uh-huh. The blue one? Uh, no, it was uh, – Oh, that was the one that they wore it, when they won. It was like gold or, yeah. or oh, like gold in like white. the Parade of Nations one? Like I, I can't remember. Maybe, they, maybe it wasn't opening ceremonies. They okay. wore it on some, some event. <laughs> anyway, gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a legitimate it? jacket and um, you know, a hat where you stuck pins in it. I still have that and um, – that sweatshirt, obviously. So. That's great. It's crazy that this year is the 20th year of mm-hmm. that Olympics. They're tearing down that stadium because yep. that's where the Braves ended up playing. They're tearing that down. Yep. Because it's and, so old right now. And 20 years old. it's the year that Muhammad Ali died. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So oh, man, it's that's like really wild. Yeah. Um, Rest in peace, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty much out of time. So uh, we, again, we could, as I always say, we could talk more and more about this, but please share with us if you guys have fond sports memories. I mean, we just scratched the surface of the different iconic oh, things goodness, that yeah. happened. I mean, we could go on and on about moments just in general that happened in the 90s sports-wise. I and mean, we wouldn't even, we didn't even talk about O.J. Simpson. And he was a, you know, a running back that, and then just that whole trial and everything. So um, but anyway, if you guys want to talk with us and converse with us, we love talking with everybody. Uh, you can contact us. Twitter at PassForwardCast and PassForwardCast at AOL.com. We're on Facebook, PassForward Podcast. Reach out to us. We love talking to you guys. And uh, if you like us, subscribe to us on iTunes. We appear in your pocket whenever we post. I know we're really inconsistent about when we post things, but it's easy if you just subscribe. We're working on it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like uh, it's just a nice surprise whenever you look on your podcast. And there we are. So, um, yeah, do that. And... Uh, like follow us on social media and we will let you know when we release every episode. So I don't think I have anything else to say. Do you guys have anything else? Nope, that's it. Thank you very much. So until next time. Rest well and dream of very large women. Mm. I can't top that. (laughs) (laughs) Princess Bride. (laughs) Later, snorks.